0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcasts, your twice-weekly progressive politics and current events podcast with a decidedly salty social justice flavor. If the disclaimer wasn't enough to scare you guys off, we want people to be reminded that this is an entertainment-only show. We talk news, but in no way are we journalists or pundits of any kind. We're just friends who hail from the state of Utah, you know, where Mormons are planted and harvested on the daily. And this is episode number 151. I'm X, and I'm your host for this show, and joining me this week for the episode is Felicia Entwistle, Twistle, and our special guest from the Reasonable Risk podcast, we have Michael Shaver joining us. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, if this is the first time that you've heard us, uh, we've got a lot for you to enjoy, including a Paul Manafort story, Josh Bernstein being mean to immigrants, uh, the gay ban in Australia finally being lifted, and people being able to get married there. And, of course, our weekly Trump Roundup. And so we're going to go ahead and get into that. But first, a word from another podcast we love that you really should be listening to. This is the Utah Outcasts, and we'll be right back.
1: Hey, y'all, this is Tucker from the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast. And I might live in a beer can, but I ain't no inbred redneck. And if you listen to my podcast, I'm going to learn you something. And no, I ain't talking about how to marry your cousin and not have kids with... 16 fingers and stuff like that. I mean, I actually talk about real stuff. And teach people where the Bible stole its stories from. So, y'all give me a listen, would you? Thank you.
0: Paul Manafort is fucking stupid. I mean, we kinda knew this already, but he is definitely not a very smart man. <laughs> and the reason I say this is that he was on house arrest. You know, he, he got out on bail, and he got put on house arrest, and The judge was so nice to him that he allowed him to travel to places like to pick up kids and to visit places during the holidays and all that and go visit other people. And during this time, the judge told him, like, put a, like, don't talk to people order on him like a gag order. Don't don't contact media. Don't go to outlets. Don't talk about this kind of stuff. And what's the first thing that Paul Manafort does? He starts working with a ex KGB agent. Know, that is
2: what he that is what he said. That is what I that's, uh, that's what, what I said. That, that's what that's
0: the president's agenda. <laughs> <laughs> he goes and runs to a Ukrainian blogger because oh. he needs to set his record straight about what's, what, what he's been taught.
2: Stupid can you oh my god, you guys are <laughs> not good at this.
0: And no. he thought he thought that because he had this guy ghostwrite it for him, that everything would be on the up and up.
1: it's not it's definitely not (laughs) so how do do you not know that when you're on fucking house arrest you're probably under surveillance (laughs) surveillance that's not a word surveillance
2: (laughs) so he was (laughs) we know we know we're not we're not elitist motherfuckers here
1: i blame johnny
0: walker Manafort and his colleague sought to publish a co-op underneath someone else's name and intended it to influence public opinion about his work in the Ukraine, Manafort's work in the Ukraine. He's facing several felony charges involving allegations of money laundering and other financial crimes related to his political consulting with work in the Ukraine. And he's been confined to home and he was trying to make this post to say, look, I'm a good guy. I did all this good stuff for you in the Ukraine. Don't hate me. Don't hate me. And Muller's team found out about it and they've gone to the judge and they said, Yeah, we're gonna like pull his all of his fun stuff. So he's not going back to jail, but he's gonna be on like super house arrest now. Where like he can't yeah, go anywhere. Is
1: he like on double secret probation now? Yeah, pretty much. God. And
0: everybody that I've seen that's responded to this stuff, you're like, Yeah, his new house is called jail. Put him in fucking jail, <laughs> you know? Because I hate the double standard that we give the the rich accused. I mean, I'm not trying to like right. play class Absolutely. warfare, but it's definitely a two tier justice system we
2: For have. For sure, country.
1: yeah. And- no, they're they're never gonna let a, a kid live in. You know, I say a kid, but okay, a 20 year old guy living with his mom in the shitty part of town. They're not gonna let him be on house arrest.
2: No.
0: You know, if, if I if I get to be like 65 or 70 and like I have no retirement at all, like because of the way the market's been done and everything, I'm just going to commit a crime <laughs> that gets me put in prison for the rest of my time. And just well, be you've like, heard
2: of homeless people like doing things to get a night in oh, prison or, or like night, a night in jail so that right. they can have they a warm food. place to
1: sleep
0: and, and food. food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, It's amazing how well we treat, you know, prisoners. But not fellow human beings. So well, no,
1: we, uh, we don't tr- we don't treat prisoners
0: well either. Yeah. That, yeah. But I mean, still, you at least get a bologna sandwich,
1: you know? <laughs> yeah. As long as you're not in Joe Arpaio's tent uh, city. And he got pardoned <laughs> a- by the president. Fuck he's he's going to get a fucking Medal of Honor or something from this idiot. There will be riots
0: in the streets if that happens. At least I hope there would be riots in the streets for that kind of thing. People are pissed about sports teams losing. They need to be more pissed about other shit that's going on. Yeah,
1: Ugh. you know, when I was a kid, and and I grew up in Chicago, you know, anytime the the Red Wings or Pistons won, we would always hear about, oh, De- Detroit's on fire. Um, why can't we get some cities on fire because of this bullshit that's you know actually <laughs> affecting everybody?
0: So the Manafort has been working to secure his release from home confinement after posting a ten million dollar bond. <laughs> but after discovering the op-ed, Mueller's team is opposing Manafort's proposed bail bond bail agreement. And I copied this article down on Monday. Uh, as of like Friday, they've pulled his like his special like visiting purposes and stuff like that. So he's a uh, he's proper fucked. He's not going to have any any fun times just sitting in the house playing PlayStation for like. <laughs> Until the trial happens. And speaking of the trial, did you guys hear how many documents they've levied against them for the trial? Like, oh, the, uh, d- uh, the defense's discovery phase has begun, and it's four hundred thousand documents that they've got from the prosecution.
1: Poor,
0: whoa! Holy shit!
1: <laughs> Prosecution's Mueller
2: like is not fucking around.
1: <laughs> no, he he is going fucking all out i i I muller's old school
0: fbi he's he's not the guy that asks you a question that he doesn't already know the answer to
1: he is like i mean to me everything that i see about him he is like the quintessential g-man you know he is just just the facts fucking nail him to the wall and he is
0: the I think he's doing
1: a fucking incredible job so far.
0: The 21st century Elliot Ness with the untouchables yes, and stuff, man. He's
2: absolutely <laughs> oh my god, this is gonna be great.
0: i it's gonna be must see TV for me. I'm probably gonna be glued to C SPAN <laughs> just to see what's going on. I want to see people in Congress start squirming when their names get mentioned. That's gonna be
1: mm.
2: fun. <laughs> oh, Paul Ryan, we're looking at you, motherfucker.
1: See,
0: the problem with with as I, as I started this out they're dumb criminals and the, the thing that you have no, to worry stupid. about with dumb criminals mm-hmm. is that dumb criminals also have no honor amongst each other they're not the kind n- th- there there is no honor among thieves that and is except
2: for that's not true because smart thieves have a lot of honor
0: yeah because if these guys were smart at all they would be leveraging the stuff that they know and they see are antifa. doing
2: that see antifa there's a lot of honor there
0: but these guys I like, wouldn't say that's thieves. I wouldn't say they're thieves.
2: They're not thieves. It were <laughs> criminals. I I was speaking metaphorically. <laughs> yeah,
1: but, but 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 they're but they're criminals for a cause. I think I think that's yep. different than criminals well, that's for That's my point is that they're intelligent
2: money. criminals. They're yeah, not criminals just criminals
1: and criminals right, for right. self-interest. Criminals for greed will always turn against One their another, partners. Yeah. Exactly. And and that's what I mean Manafort's whole career has been built on he's a mercenary basically. stepping on the skulls of his fallen yeah he's been yeah he's not you know not a military mercenary. I can't yeah. imagine him actually you know beating anyone up no but, he's his uh, highest
0: bitter politician is all he, he, is, he is a really.
1: high he is a hired gun <laughs> that's what he is, so I just love
0: the fact that we've got him we've got him i mean there's no there's no fucking way for him out of this. Him and Gates, there's just no goddamn way out of this.
1: He's, he's playing for the pardon. I mean, that's that's why he's not, you know, or, turning and, you know, he's not turning and uh, doing a Flynn. Um, but I think, he,
2: that's a stupid move, too, because if Trump thinks it will turn his base against him, he
1: won't do it. No, I think it would actually help him with his base. I think his base would be saying, fucking yeah. Go ahead, pardon that guy, because this is just a witch hunt. Yeah, I mean, that's what his base thinks.
0: And then A.G. Schneiderman comes
1: in with states charges like, with Rico exactly. And stuff. Exactly. <laughs> that's the fucking brilliance <laughs> of it all. I I'm I I am so banking on him. I mean, that he is he's is a key figure in this. Schneiderman yeah. is he could take down everybody, even if. That asshole pardons everyone.
0: Yep, because that that pardon comes with the admission of guilt. And mm-hmm. oh boy, this is gonna. I mean, they always say plenty you of know, state if,
1: crimes to prosecute. Interesting, especially with so all the
2: many, all the real so estate many deals. State oh my god, <laughs> all
1: of the Trump real estate deals. There are so many crimes that could be prosecuted. Just I'm the sure.
0: money laundering themselves would be enough to put most of these guys in prison. That, and if it's tied to Russian mafia. Fuck it. They're done. <laughs> they're so goddamn done. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'll, I'll tell you the the, the the thing with Russian money buying Trump properties. Russian money has been trying to come to the U.S. for a long time. Just to get their money out of Russia and into dollars or into property.
0: Well, yeah, because with the Magnitsky Act that that happened as well, they 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 Mm -hmm. have no way of doing that now. They're just sitting on a fucking buckets full of money that can't be
1: used. You know, well, so something that I actually saw a lot of and this was what year is it? 2017. 2017 yeah um okay so, so <laughs> this is this is maybe 5 years ago i was playing a lot in the foreclosure markets in in denver because it was a good time for it as far as real estate investing and i was doing some flipping there was a lot of russian and chinese money coming in and it actually kind of it 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 was so much that it alone impacted the real estate market in denver just oh, the shit. russian and chinese money wow. <laughs> that's crazy that's that's oodles of and, cash and and there's still there are certain neighborhoods right now that i won't sell I, I mean, someone could come to me and they'll say i want to buy this house and i'll say i won't sell you a house in that neighborhood because you're not going to like me in a couple of years if i sell you that house <laughs> because there's a couple of neighborhoods That had so many of these places bought out by these hedge funds. And these hedge funds were just full of Russian and Chinese money. And managers of the hedge funds, they don't give a shit. They've already been paid. (laughs) So this is all going to go south within, I'd say, two to three years. And there's going to be certain neighborhoods uh, here that I know of, here in Denver, and probably in every city, you know, in a lot of cities. Um, that are gonna be killed by it and um, just so
0: you guys know that are listening right now especially those people on youtube uh mike knows what the fuck he's talking about because his podcast reasonable risk is uh, it talks just about the stuff and his his profession is real estate so you know he just for you if you guys are wondering that are listening to this like yeah, what the I'm, fuck I, is this guy, you know. I, we <laughs> okay, didn't it's, so we didn't introduce him or anything so I
1: I have no problem uh I- I- s- speculating on things, but on the on this one I actually uh mm-hmm. I actually was in the market myself and uh, I was actually driven <laughs> out of I, I was driven out of a part of the market by wow. that. Um I ended up uh they took the lower end of the market and I had to move into a different market area to do Ooh. it, which Um, I mean, I did, and it was, I mean, it all worked out for me, but there's a lot of, right now, there's a lot of Russian money in our land and our property in the U.S. Yep.
0: And for me, the the real interesting thing is, and we're going to wrap it up with this one here, is that, not to get too deep into the reads of all this stuff, but all of the charges that these people are facing right now are just the ones that Mueller wants you to see. Absolutely. He can still, even, even though <laughs> Flynn is pleading guilty to the one charge that he's he's, he's put in for, uh-huh. there are higher level ones that he can levy against them in the future. The reason ah. he's not doing it is because he's not tipping his hand. Ah. People forget he's that just Mueller. He's
1: like a fucking player. I love this guy. Mueller knows no. the
0: goddamn game as being the head of the FBI for like the Hoover, the Herbert Hoover for like. No, no, no. Sorry. Who am I thinking of? Um,
1: over with F- F- ethics, yeah. Elliot Ness is. <laughs> Elliot,
0: his... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but, but... <laughs> he he knows the game. He knows how to play it, and he he made the deals when he was the FBI guy. He's the one that went like, okay, yeah, you in this field office, you can offer these people twenty years if they flip on these people. You know that kind of thing. Mm. So the guy knows the game, and it's really fucking interesting times to live in. Let's just say it that way,
1: and and what's man. fucking awesome is when he was first appointed yeah. we have all these fucking republicans on record saying how fucking great he is mm-hmm. yeah
0: the, the best one is lindsey graham like right mm-hmm. when he got brought on to be the special counsel like he's an honorable man he's a good guy we believe that everything he does will be fine and he farts rainbows and then as soon as they start oh. levying all these charges
2: oh my he's going what rogue, is happening. You know?
0: <laughs> We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today.
1: Uh, next item would be a finger brooch. Uh, you'd have to
0: put this on your middle finger because of the length of the uh, brooch part. You'd need a long enough knuckle to uh, absorb it. This is a lady's ring, obviously, because
1: I can't get my... (laughs) I really wanted that to get in there. And this here, well, this is a piece of fool's gold, and uh, that is not
0: for sale. No need to call in about that. It is part of my collection,
1: also not cheap.
0: Well, let's have a caller, and um, anybody on the line? Yeah. Hey, oh, wow, okay, so what, what piece? You're a waste.
1: You're a waste. <laughs> Nobody wants to buy this stupid <laughs> from that horrible movie you made. You're a terrible director. You're a terrible person. Well, that would be your opinion. i have to beg to differ. It's also
0: fact. Josh Bernstein is a guy that likes to Google himself. Either that or like uh, Mike has told us here, that he probably has a Google alert set out there with his name attached to it. I mean, you would think it could. That just means I'm going to start like putting up random tags of him in all of my videos just so he goes and watches them all. I think that's, a let's. I'm going to do that, because at you least I'll have. get one guy to at least watch him every fucking time. I mean, we're, we're doing well enough. I'm just joking there. <laughs> so anyway, he's t- he wants to talk to us about the travel ban, because apparently parts of it got overturned by the Supreme Court, or at least blocked from, you know, going any further. So they weren't able to block most of it anymore. So it's going to go into effect, which is interesting, because the travel ban was initially supposed to be a 90 to like 120 day thing that was going
1: on. Right, it was and it's been be a year. Until we figured all this shit out. <laughs> or it's whatever, been a year. Whatever that
0: line was. And guess what? We had no attacks by you know, refugees from these places.
2: Nope. Yeah, cool. no, it's funny. Hmm. Plenty it's
1: funny of white dudes. The- Pl- plenty plenty um, of regular American white dudes shooting people.
2: Somalia, Somalia? Really? Somalia? Oh, you mean the place where they don't have a government?
0: Chad. Chad.
1: Chad.
2: Chad. <laughs>
1: it's gonna block people from Chad. Chad. Okay. Chad's like, Chad's like a, a dude in high school. Uh, yeah, that that is actually an internet
0: terminology in the alt-right scene is that Chad's are the, the, the guys that are the alpha jocks that get all the women kind of thing. So they call them Chad's. So
1: Oh, and, the, and they hate them because...
0: You want to know why
2: they get all the women, guys?
0: Because they're mean to them. They're mean to women.
2: No, no, they're, they're not, total not. They're assholes. Mean to you. Yeah. They're mean to you, creepy fucks. They're actually nice to us. Oh, this has been a theory of mine for a long time. A lot of these guys are like women, like assholes. I'm like, no, they're assholes to you. They're nice to us.
0: <laughs> I never and thought of it that way because I was one of those guys. It's like women only like jerks. You know, you got to treat right. them like dirt.
1: No. You know? I, I, I've I've been I, I've been there too. I mean, I, believe me, I've been there too. When I'm like, God I, damn it, I'm <laughs> I'm fucking nice. Like, like you know what do women like me? You don't
0: understand
1: <laughs>
2: these guys that are like big and 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 charming and everything and they're like oh they're assholes to women no they're actually not they're actually not that's the thing they buy us flowers and they take us on nice they're
1: just they're just attractive and engaging guys
2: yeah and generally (laughs) they understand the rules of consent that's actually true it's those fucking nice guys that don't
0: yeah let's remind people that in revenge of the nerds it was the nerd that raped the girl
1: Yes, yeah, it was. <laughs> that's exactly
2: my point. The Chad, the fucking jock guy, he didn't rape anyone. No, these these guys, the the charming ones who get the attractive women, and they're and they're charming and they're fun. They're not raping women. They're, they're just generally nice to be, and they're nice to the women. It's the nice, and they're and they and then women go, that dude's a fucking creep, and then they'll be mean to the creep. <laughs> That's the thing. It's so great. It's so great. I love it. <laughs> All
0: right, let's get to. I, I bet Josh has been bullied every once in a while by the the alphas. Or wait, no, he's probably going to comment and say, "I am an alpha." Okay, whatever, dude. Whatever makes you sleep at night. I don't know you. You don't know me. Whatever. Anyway, let's let him talk about the travel ban.
1: Here's what I would like to see happen. I would like to see everybody in America that is from Chad. Libya, Somalia, Syria, and Yemen, these are the countries on the banned list that are here on temporary visas or are here illegally, they should be rounded up and deported immediately. Go
2: fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. and, and, and why would he say this? What, what is they, his reasoning? They've
0: been vetted. They've been yes. interviewed. They've been allowed into this country.
2: I have a friend. I have a friend who's a refugee out of Somalia, a refugee. All right. She had to escape Somalia. She's here because she's a refugee from Somalia. They had to escape Somalia, go to Ethiopia. She's afraid of snakes because of Ethiopia by the fucking way. Cause she said she was sitting there talking with a bunch of friends and a snake, like just invaded their party. She's afraid of snakes. And I'm sitting there like, Oh, they're beautiful. And she's like, no, they're fucking terrifying. All right. You haven't encountered them in the wild. I'm like, fair point. Uh and she she's she's she never got to go to school. Her parents she's muslim. Um I asked her once if she believed in God and she goes, "I don't know." I'm like, mm, "Hey, is this the, the one that likes this?
0: Isaac Newton?" Yes. Okay.
2: She's obsessed. She's obsessed because she she never heard about Isaac Newton. She never heard about him. She never heard about math or science or anything, but she knew she wanted to learn. She knew she mm-hmm. did. And when we first met, I asked her if she believed in evolution. And she goes, I don't know. And that was genuine <laughs> because she had never learned about it. And then she went to a biology class and she's like, yeah, evolution. This makes sense. She's, <laughs> she's so much smarter than me.
0: No, but we're this, go ahead and round her up and send her back is what he wants. Yeah, and-
2: exactly. Right, this
1: right. And
2: young woman went from no education in her childhood to excelling and calculus In four years wow.
1: in college. And and he has no idea why he is saying this. He's just saying this because they're different.
0: He just wants to be a reactionary turd.
2: She's she's beautiful, and I don't mean physically. Although she is that too. I mean, she's she's brilliant, and she's 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 poet. She's poetry in person to me.
1: And and people like this guy will never get to know someone like that because they just close themselves up because they've othered everybody that's not them. And
2: he says they want to deport her. Fuck you. She's an asset to our country. She's an asset to this world. She's so brilliant and smart and clever and funny and sweet. And she's so kind. She's so kind and open minded that I, in a way that I could never be, that she inspires me. She inspires me as a human being. And this motherfucker says that she doesn't deserve to be here. No, fuck you. You don't deserve to be here. She's better than you. She's better than all of us on this podcast. Hey,
1: man. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, I don't understand why. You know, the, I, the thing that, that always gets me with people like, you know, saying things like that is what is it about the fact that you happen to have been born on this continent that just get, grants you all these privileges to say, fuck everybody that wasn't. And that's that, the thing. That's,
0: you could talk to them until really you're me. blue in the face about what they inherited by being a citizen of this country. Mm-hmm. And, and they the will never see it. They'll never and here's see the
2: thing. it. She loves being here. She does. She gets to go to school. Finally. Mm-hmm. And that's all her mm-hmm. family wanted for her. Yes, they want her to wear the hijab and they want her to wear less makeup, but she's like, fuck you. I'm going to do what I want to do. Yeah, Because uh, I love her. <laughs> um, but she... I ask her about home and she goes, look, if it ever gets stable, I'd love to go back.
0: That's how mm-hmm. most refugees are.
2: She, she wants to take all of this wonderful knowledge and access to information and go back and make a better country, but she can't go back if she's not going to be safe. Holy shit! This is what makes the world better. This, yep. is, this brave. Remarkable human being, this 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 person who can learn calculus in four years and be so to the point where she's graduating on Dean's List in a four-year degree, she is what makes this country amazing.
0: Yeah, because How we used to invite these people in. We used to let these people in and show let them show us what's going on. These people don't even... Josh and his ilk, they don't want to see other people thrive and survive in this country. She
2: is a threat to him because yeah. she's better than mm-hmm. him just for, just for her existence, just for existence. Her black skin and her hijab and her everything is better and stronger than he could ever be.
1: Yep. When it, wasn't that, it wasn't that long ago when, when the, you know, late 18th or 19th, I guess, century um twenty even, um, would the, the that equivalent of him would have said the same thing about Italians or Irish. Irish or, yeah. or whatever whatever other. Whatever yeah. they want to other. But no, that, we're comes the dirty that's globalists. What it comes down to. <laughs> All right,
2: But no, let's deport the Somalians.
0: Let's deport them all. Let's let's get them out of our country, this white supremacist idea. Anyway, she I'm gonna I'm gonna let him the country finish. better. I'm going to let him finish. And you have precedent to do it because they're here based on the
1: fact that Chad, Libya, Somalia, Syria, and Yemen are now banned. So it should be retroactive. We should find who these people are, and we should clear them out of the country. That's right. You, I said that.
0: You
2: are an ignorant, insecure, tiny little man who has nothing to offer to society, but your pathetic little voice. You have had to fight for nothing. You have had to do nothing to be special or interesting or contributory. No, all you get to do is disregard the people who have had to fight to be here and then you sit there and put them down as if you have some superiority in your genetics and your race and your birthplace. Go fuck yourself, you pathetic little being.
0: There you go. (laughs) Josh, I Hope you take that message to heart. Uh, We've been holding off on this one for a while. He might be like, I'm going to flag this video for abuse.
1: (laughs) Well, I think he should be flogged for abuse. (laughs) Did you know
0: that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. The biggest benefit, I think, would be that you get both episodes that we record in one lump sum instead of having to wait for them to drop on Monday and on Wednesday. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month, where much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Utah Outcasts for more information. Finally, Australia's I, parliament I, has. I did voted. not
2: know. I thought they'd done it already.
0: Oh no, no, Australia so they they did the vote um, earlier. No, I knew parliament. about the vote,
2: but I, before the vote, I was like, wait, I thought they'd already done this.
0: They did the mail-in ballot. Uh, not ballot. Mm-hmm. It was a mail-in like question that they asked people, which was brought a this to the. Yeah, yeah it was this brought this in front of Parliament as like a it was like a voter referendum thing, like they had to do mm-hmm. that in order to get this brought up during the session. And they finally voted overwhelmingly to legalize same sex marriage on Thursday. And they've overcome years of conservative resistance to enact change that the public had made clear that it wanted. So the final mm-hmm. approval in the House of Representatives with just four votes against the bill, only four, came three weeks after the referendum showing the public support for gay marriage. And the Senate passed the legislation last week. And Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull, thankfully, we have, you guys have a good one this time. Because the last guy that was in there, was it Howard? No,
1: it was, no, it was
0: um, uh, Tony. Uh, I, you know who I'm talking Tony about.
2: Tony Perkins was no. uh, United no, 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 Kingdom.
0: No, no. no, Abbott I think is
1: what he's talking no. Tony Blair was UK.
2: Who's Tony Perkins? Oh, he's, he's the self-help guy.
1: That's Tony Robbins.
0: God damn it. It's Tony Perkins. <laughs>
1: Somebody Tony.
2: Okay, nobody name your kid Tony anymore ever.
1: <laughs> okay, speaking of Perkins, if you're ever near a Perkins, they they have some great uh like uh, like uh country potatoes with their breakfast. Just a a tip there.
0: You guys have like a Never mind. I'm going I'm to blueberry myself. I'm not going to do that tonight. <laughs> so the the prime minister, Malcolm Turnbull, said this belongs to us all. This is Australia, fair, diverse, loving and filled with respect for every one of us. This is a great day and we couldn't be happier for it. But also who couldn't be even more happy for it is Roxy, our contributor from Australia, who sent us yeah. another voicemail today. And uh, I thank her for this because it, it cheered me up so much. Let, let's hear what she has to say.
1: Hi,
2: it's Roxy Collin from Australia again. Just thought I'd catch you up. They passed the marriage amendment bill. Uh, it, it was an amazing success, actually. They didn't have all the discrimination clauses in that the ACL wanted, and the Governor General signed off on it today. So uh, I'm getting married in 30 days. I just have to go to the marriage celebrant, find the paperwork. And wait the 30 day waiting period, and I'm getting married. Love the show. Bye. Congratulations.
1: So happy. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. I, I have a, a bit of a question there a 30 day waiting period. Yeah, that one threw me off what a is bit that? too. It's
0: like, it, is that a thing in Australia where like you have to wait 30 days in order to be
1: married to somebody? I think that's a great thing. I mean, I think that that's a thing. Maybe actually, in some states, I think that there's a waiting period here. I got married in Nevada. So yeah, in me Las too. V- <laughs> in Las Vegas, I
2: got married in DC. So
1: <laughs> we're at
0: we're at in Vegas. Did you do the uh, the quickie wedding like me and my wife did, or did you go, did you have like a nice one?
1: <laughs> well, so I had a nice but small one. Uh. W- what we went for was the uh, the tight group, which my mother was. Pretty pissed at me about because I told her she could not invite her friends.
0: (laughs) It's my fucking wedding. Don't be pissy about this. My (laughs)
2: marriage was shit, but my wedding was glorious. (laughs) (laughs) We had a big wedding with and I wore a gown with like that beautiful folded satin on the skirt.
1: And you're you're young now. How young were you when you got married?
2: Well, I've been with him since I was 17. Uh, dun, dun, uh and we eloped we eloped into dc but i told him before no eloping shit. i get a real wedding yes wow uh he super manipulated me into getting married um but i was like if we're getting married i could still get a wedding because i love <laughs> weddings i do i'm such a sucker for weddings
1: we had the uh, uh we had the do You watch four weddings on uh tlc i think
2: no 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 see i've uh, i'm I- inoculating myself against them
1: my 10-year-old <laughs> daughter is uh, is very up to uh, design <laughs> shows. So I, I, I learned way too much about wedding planning, considering that we did very little of it because okay. of getting married in Las Vegas.
2: Let me tell you about my party, though, because this was great. First of all, the ceremony was gorgeous. Got a judge. Uh, we were already married, but I wanted somebody who knew how to officiate a wedding to actually do it. And I was like, don't mention God. And he's like, you got it.
0: oh my guy got pissy when i said that to him really so
1: so i got i got the uh like because we just met the pastor like right before the ceremony and so what we and and i wasn't like hardcore atheist then i was just kind of agnostic cultural jewish whatever and and my (laughs) wife is was kind of you know whatever also and so we said um at that at that point we said yeah you can say god but don't fucking say jesus <laughs> that no was i
2: i wasn't i was I, I i can't remember if i was an atheist at the time of the wedding which was like a year after our marriage um or not because me me becoming an atheist wasn't like a moment it was like a a process, a process. so i don't reach yeah. it. no i
1: understand that me too
2: so I don't remember when I became an atheist, but I knew uh, that I did not want God in my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and so I said, and, and the ex-husband agreed. We're like, no God, right? No God? Great. And so I was like, look, I want somebody who's good at this. And I want someone cheap. And I want someone who won't say God. And he's like, you got it. Great. And he was he was delightful. And the one thing I remember from it, he goes, I'm going to say a bunch of really nice things and you're not going to remember any of this after this moment. And he's right. The only thing I remember is him saying that. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we had this short ceremony. It was nice. There was nothing super fancy. It was pretty basic. But then I had a bar stock the fuck up and I hired the best DJ I could Bach, find. Yes. And uh, we did a masquerade ball. We hand painted a hundred different Paper mache mask that I ordered straight from Italy. By the way, that was the way I did that because it was the cheapest way to do it. Uh,
0: (laughs) So, Roxy, there's some ideas for you there.
2: Wow. This is why I'm saying it, because this wedding was fucking killer. It was so good. Yes, we had we like it was so good that my mom's family and my dad's family, who fucking hate each other, danced in a circle together. This party was killer.
0: Well,
1: you know,
2: it, the food and, was fantastic. Wait, I can
1: I can tell I you know, another way for them to dance in a circle together. Just get them to come out to a bar mitzvah, and they'll do the Gila and they'll and dance in a circle. It was I actually kind of like
0: really cool enjoy man. klezmer music. I'm kind of weird <laughs> in that regard. <laughs> I've never heard that phrase uttered before. <laughs> it's just something about the clarinet. I, I don't know what it is.
2: <laughs> no, I got I got. We had people dancing all night. I had to extend the party an hour and pay more money. Like, nice. it was so good. And people like they're like a bunch of them. So Mormon weddings. I'm not sure if you're familiar. Wait, you were Mormon? No, 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 no. But I married into a family that had a lot of Mormons in it.
1: Oh, OK. And,
2: and they, a bunch of them still did culturally Mormon stuff. So here's how a Mormon wedding goes.
1: Wait, what? go, what's, <laughs> wait what's culturally Mormon? It, Being boring And using mayo? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and not, not seasoning your food. Um. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: so here's how they think weddings go. You go have the ceremony, and then you have a reception where everyone shows up. They stand the in the line. Hall. Yeah, at the cultural hall. Every the, the couple stand in the front. Everyone stands in line, wishes them well, drops off a gift, gets a snack, leaves. That's the wedding reception to them. I'm mm-hmm. like, fuck you. I am from. Horrible. It I'm is it <laughs> Horrid. Horrid. I am from a Methodist family out of Idaho and a Catholic family off the East Coast. Fuck you. I'm having a goddamn wedding. <laughs> And I and they all came to me. They were like, I wish I dressed up more. Oh, my God. This was amazing. And I'm like, yeah, fuck you. Like, they actually said to me before, they're like, why don't you just do a simple thing? And I'm like, no, mm-mm, no. And they were like, that was so fun. I'm like, well, yeah, it was.
0: And <laughs> to, to to drag everybody else back to reality here. And I'm not I'm not saying this to be a dick, Felicia. But that no, ended my my in divorce. Was, <laughs> fuck. It did, It did end in divorce. So just, uh, just to prove to point, just to prove to people out there, you could have the most outlandish baller fucking wedding you possibly have, have and it. have your shit crash, you know, at no, least have, have the good the memories, memories of
2: it. But, but, but you still wedding. have
1: the party. You yeah. still have the party.
2: You still threw the most killer fucking party of people's <laughs> lives. Have the fucking wedding. I'll never or forget for my shit.
0: brother's birth. My, my brother's wedding turned into quickly into a double wedding because somebody proposed like right when they were getting like ready to do their shit. It happened in the backyard. Wait, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah that was messed up. I was that. so that's mad. Rude. And the rudest part about it is that they were a divorced ex-married couple that wanted to get remarried. And I'm like, are you fucking shit? That is, <laughs> is so oh, that redneck, is dude. It was oh, so my god. Red. That's rude. It was redneck as fuck C- because everybody steal someone's thunder. Everybody. It was my parents provided the alcohol, and we we bought the beer from the military installation. And people from Utah are not used to anything higher than 4% ABV or, you know, uh, Mm 3.2 by weight. And so so you have people drinking six, seven point beers like before they do this wedding and drinking them like a Utah does where you shotgun seven of them. Well,
1: (laughs) right. (laughs) Like 1% beer. And so there were just
0: people just falling down drunk. We had a a (laughs) Vietnam vet that had a... He had a PTSD flashback of being in the rice patties. and like he he started punching the bride. This shit was so Wait, awesome. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. <laughs>
1: punching the bride?
0: Yeah, yeah, yep. He punched the bride. <laughs> not not my brother's bride, but the other bride. Oh, there the other two. bride. The,
2: <laughs> the second bride. Oh <laughs> my god. Okay.
0: Uh, my okay, point anyway. is:
2: Brock, have a fucking wedding. Have fun. Make yeah. it. Make it a celebration because it doesn't matter the future. This moment deserves celebration way more than mine ever did. And you should fucking celebrate the shit out of it. Make it a party to remember. Yes, it's worth the fucking money. Trust me, because you have an experience that you will never forget. My marriage was shit. My marriage was horrible. I've talked about that multiple times. <laughs> My wedding kicked ass. Do the thing, Roxy. I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud of you. Yay, Australia! Yay, Roxy!
0: (laughs) So the, to to finish it off here, we'll we'll be done with this one in a second. Uh, Evan Wolfson, the founder of the Freedom to Marry Coalition, said, this is a big victory. It is a huge affirmation of the dignity of gay people in yet another country, and that will reverberate in the lives of people across Australia and the world. And so it's to the point where Japan is now talking about a referendum on this as well. Really? Yeah, they're talking about legalizing gay marriage in Japan. I'm like, yay, That's Japan, awesome.
2: get on it! You are better than this. Japan
0: is
1: Japan's very traditional in a lot of ways. Very conservative, a lot of in a lot of ways. You know, I mean, I, I get on
2: it, Japan, get on it.
1: I mean, I have I don't have a ton of experience with Japan. I spent a couple weeks there. Um, I- eating
2: pussy and guys smoking cock. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Go for it. Whatever. Best. Whatever. But. but- <laughs> But they you know, they definitely are conservative and, and that's surprising and fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, they're very much square pegs and square pegs in square holes like kind of country in Japan. So square holes? Yeah, square pegs and square holes. You know, I'm just saying they don't like the a
1: hole doesn't have to be circular.
0: No, it doesn't Sometimes It just has to be, has to be like big
1: enough to fit the but, diameter but of the square, peg. But, but if it was square, it's got the corners, I think, is a problem. Yeah. I'm just I'm just saying that. You understand
2: they, how like square like
1: yeah okay yes. i'm just saying <laughs> oh no, i get it the
2: corners go to the corners it's fine it works uh, no, hey
1: I, we're, I, just I, I, we're just I, happy we're just happy that I, australia
0: I, I, so
2: happy i'm so <laughs> happy rainbow flags everywhere so Here's after the proxy.
0: after the uh the vote in parliament there was mostly jubilation and relief uh people in the gallery above the uh parliament started singing Oh. And swaying back and forth, I can't remember. It was like
1: "We Are Australia." Oh, I think, and, is the and this they was they practically singing. unanimous. L- yeah. l- let's think about if if this was in the U.S. right now, if there <laughs> was a vote on it in Congress, it wouldn't pass. No, because we had to go to the Supreme Court to get this allowed.
2: And they I'm- called it judicial activism,
1: even yeah. though the Constitution uh, fuck
0: that. very
2: clearly allows for this. <sighs>
1: I, 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 I just I, I can't with the fucking originalists. I just fucking can't with them.
0: And Roxy, yet we have Gorsuch. Throw a
2: party. <laughs> throw a goddamn party. Send us pictures. Make it a party to remember. It's worth the money. You can get your marriage in 30 days, but then throw have a wedding. Have a <laughs> wedding. I'm telling you it's worth it. Yeah, it can fall apart in a few years. That doesn't fucking matter. This is worth a goddamn party. <laughs> But also Absolutely. don't make me feel don't feel pressure to live up to any societal expectations for me. I just really <laughs> like nice parties.
1: Yeah, and don't have go to mas- a
0: party, but you don't have don't you totally to totally don't have to have a party cake shop
1: for your uh, for your cake. Oh, fuck. Uh, not, man, not that man. you would have it sent from Colorado, but uh, one of my being, biggest being in Colorado myself. But...
2: One of my biggest expense requ- uh, regrets was the cake. Actually, like why? Just it's garbage. Because it's garbage. It tastes like shit. It's not. I went with chocolate because I was like,
1: "Fuck you! I'm getting chocolate." We went cheap on the cake, so we th- that wasn't a big deal. We just get we, a
2: single tier of something you enjoy.
1: A I think sheet we had, cake from a, a like supermarket oh, tastes. Better oh, those are the best than. cakes to me. I love <laughs> the frosting on a fucking Target or Safeway sheet cake. It, it, those are the best cakes to me. I don't want a fancy cake with like fruit in the middle and and all that bullshit. And the fondant. I so want yeah, I,
2: I did go for fruit. I went for grocery
1: store sheet cake. When I had my wedding, so we got married. Like I said, we we did small. Um, so we had thirty-five, forty people, something like that. But uh, so we got married at Bellagio, um, in Las Vegas. Love that place. And uh, so our thing was, or my thing, I should say, but our thing, um, was fucking premium open bar. That was the one thing that I cared about. It had to be premium. You had to be able to get good fucking top shelf shit. And we were going to skip dinner. So what we did was we just did. (laughs) No, (laughs) because who cares about the fucking rubber piece of chicken?
2: Oh, no. The food at my wedding was actually fucking fantastic.
1: Okay, but But at most weddings, it's not.
2: No, I know. I've been to way too many fundraisers. Yeah.
1: So, oh, my God. Don't get me started on that. But, uh, but so, so, your what we chicken clinks. Your chicken clinks. Yeah, you don't want that. So, what we did was we did it as more of like a cocktail party with, uh, you know, with hand uh, passed appetizers ah, on okay. the premium bar. And I calculated how many drinks at an average price my guests needed to drink to make the open bar profitable, you know, to make it work, yep. to have paid for the open bar. And it was six drinks, which was not a problem. Mm -hmm. And I just made sure to go around to everybody and say, "Hey, this is a six drink minimum party. So (laughs) that's what we're going to do." And we partied for a couple hours, and then we went and played craps and whatever you know in our tuxes, and you know that's
2: a party.
1: Party, exactly. It doesn't matter what happens eventually. This is a holiday.
2: This is a holiday, and your wedding, Roxy, is way more deserving than mine ever was. (laughs) And if I can throw a goddamn masquerade ball where people kept their masks as souvenirs displayed out, you can have a goddamn
0: party. Want to get in touch with the outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker, well, shit, you name it. Uh, You can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch.
1: Finally, I ask the leaders of the region, political and religious, Israeli and Palestinian, Jewish and Christian and Muslim, to join us in the noble Quest for lasting peace. Thank you. God bless you. God bless Israel. God bless the Palestinians, and God bless the United States.
0: It is the Trump roundup for week forty-six, and we're not. Oh my, oh God. my God! I know. I know. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I know. This is the first thing people usually hear and see on Mondays, and I apologize for that because we just bring it right down. But with how fast everything seems to be moving on that end, we have to. Report on this as quickly as we can with, the, with short enough turnaround so that it's actually still relevant because he's already working on building up the next list of shit that he's going to do this week. Now, the most interesting story that I found this week is that uh, there's an alleged story coming out about how Trump uh, was being asked to leave the RNC, like to, to stop the race and to leave before he got the nomination. Hmm. Oh. A small group of billionaires was trying to put together money for a buyout, even going so far as to ask Trump associates how much the candidate would require to walk away from the race. So according to uh, knowledge, people with knowledge of the talks, there was an answer given of eight hundred million dollars for him to walk away from this race.
1: I wonder how much how they came up with that figure. How, how, how do you break they started that down?
2: low it's <laughs> like it's a game of monopoly consider a game of well, monopoly you really want this property or you really want them to not buy this property and then you just bid it bid it bid it
0: and the the interesting thing is that this came out right after the access hollywood tape made it live right so, yeah, these
2: cowards decided they were going to try and bail but then if, like it didn't work they were just going to keep supporting him so that's fine
0: and so people may may think of that 800 million and be like oh that's just them being fun Uh, no that uh, that says to me that trump has been promised a a chunk of money from somebody or somewhere where he would need about as much as he would make from that sale of his soul (laughs) uh, to buy him out of that kind of deal so that that tells me that somebody's offering him something grander but a lot more dangerous and so he's, he could, he's he could have taken the lower risk way out and still made bank, you
1: know? Well, and, and, and if he was looking and I don't give him any credit for being a rational no, he's person he's I don't think all. he's
0: all there half, the, um, half the time, right?
1: Anyway. But if he was, then he would be comparing that $800 million number to how much can I profit yeah. by being the president? And
2: um, I don't think that was at all at all. I think he, he didn't have a, He didn't
1: think he was going to win. That, that's
2: no, all of this to him was another reality show. It still is.
1: Oh yes. It's, absolutely all, about, it's
2: is. all about his ego. It's all about his ego.
1: I, I well, that, the, That's why I'm saying If he was still there, like, or if he was all, if he was rational, because I don't think he's rational. I think that he is just absolutely. Well, well I think he, I think he probably has dementia. Um, but I think that if he was all there and he was really thinking rationally, then he would be analyzing that. He would be saying, hmm, $800 million, how much am I going to make by being president? And he is going to make a lot more money than $800 million. <laughs> I mean, this tax bill alone, if it goes through... I mean, it saves like his kids a billion dollars or some shit like that when he dies. Yeah, a and,
2: billion dollars. What would you <laughs> do with a billion dollars?
1: Hmm. I,
0: I, that, that's unthinkable money for me. I, I me live too. like paycheck to paycheck. So
2: there was a there was a a while back, um, over a year ago now. There the lottery was over nine hundred million. And uh, I got I got a lottery. <laughs> I got
1: lottery numbers for that one. Oh, I admit I'll uh, when it's huge like that. I'll I'll throw a few bucks at it. Just oh, fuck. Yeah. Fun. Just 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 to see. <laughs> and and, and he, for and a few he, days, you get to think about huh, what would it be like?
2: Yeah. And you think about all the things you could buy. There was this house here in Utah that would have been 10 million. I was like with 900 million half going to taxes. Who the fuck cares? I could pay cash for oh, a 10 yeah. million dollar home. I was like I would set up a room just for podcasting. <laughs> I would set it up with all of the equipment. I would set it up for sound canceling. It would be beautiful. Oh, and that, then that's
1: that's what And then I'd rent eight. it
2: out to podcasts I don't care about and then I would give it for free to the podcast I care about. <laughs>
1: That, so that's I wanted one, to, one of my um, things. Yeah, I, I would build a studio if I if I had a big enough house. I would absolutely have a studio.
0: Now we have to talk about the the apparent. Uh, uh, people are saying that it's him being drugged up or something, but you, we have to talk about the <laughs> the dincer.
2: <slip>. <laughs>
0: yeah, and I have the audio queued up, so I just want okay. if anybody's not clear on what we're talking about here.
1: God bless you. God bless Israel. God bless the Palestinians, and God bless. United States
2: <laughs> <laughs> definitely dentures it is
1: dentures <laughs> it, it,
2: <laughs> that's it. that is
1: absolutely they were slipping and and he would never admit it in a million years oh yeah, no
2: he's, because he's a vain motherfucker
0: you know even though he's old and he doesn't eat well and he apparently drinks Twelve cans of diet soda every day.
1: Okay, so that's the one that I've got to take issue with. You're drinking diet soda actually. I probably drink now. twelve cans of diet soda a day. Yeah, but you your teeth are probably taking soda the beat diet It's
2: worse for you, right? I,
1: I, I, I'm I'm not convinced on the science on, on that. On,
0: on keto, <laughs> I did just fine drinking diet soda So
2: keto okay, so actually allows for diet, but but it actually increases your like framing it, like there's so much, there's so much evidence as why it's bad because it, it it triggers your insulin all the same.
1: But but it can't be worse than drinking regular soda,
0: sugar, you know. <laughs>
2: it triggers your insulin without anything using the insulin. It can be worse.
1: Okay, but but if I was okay, just say you know just hypothetically that I was drinking about twelve cans of soda a day. Just hypothetically, um, not that I would ever do that. <laughs> hypothetically, Mr. Trump. Um, it's gotta be better for me to drink a no calorie Coke Zero than a regular Coke. Oh come gotta on. Be.
2: We it's all know, be. we all know that just because it's not intuitive does not mean that it's true.
1: Fuck it. I don't care. This is one place I'm gonna just fucking ignore the science. I'm I'm done. I'm not I've gotta have my soda. That's all. I don't. Oh, drink coffee.
2: I've been without soda. I've been without soda for three. Coffee, by the way, has there's been a lot of studies on that one, and that one's safe.
1: Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, as really long as you filter like it. Coffee that much? <laughs> I like soda.
0: If you uh, if you're a coffee drinker and you you do the French press thing, you're adding a lot of cholesterol to your. Really? I didn't yeah, really. yeah. Yeah. Cholesterol. Uh, I un- never heard un- that. Un- unfiltered uh coffee, like uh, the the paper filter, somehow. Catches a lot of that before it it gets. It would into be the coffee fat. Itself,
2: so. there's a lot of fat in coffee.
0: Oh yeah, really? I mean, it's, it's minuscule, but it's there. That's the thing. in coffee. Well, because it's it's well, yeah, it's oils. It's, it's oils coming off beans. It's oils. It's
2: oils. Yeah, it's just oils. It's another fat. Co- it's not it's just another fat. Like avocados have fat and the
1: <laughs> oh, okay. have I, fat. So no, fat. Not, and I've been, not nearly I've the been level through this thing. many times with <laughs> Ari Stillman. I fucking hate avocados. All you millennials love your avocados. I hate avocados.
2: You don't like cheese either, so I'm not sure we can be friends. <laughs> I,
1: I had I had this conversation with Ari last weekend. How I don't like anything good. <laughs> you
0: don't. Okay, you don't so like
2: cheese. You don't like avocados. I'm I'm not convinced you're a human being.
0: And the the last thing I'm going to talk about Rob, <laughs> I mean, he's done plenty of other shit this week, but. And I did a bit of, if you guys want to become patrons to hear me talking about how him recognizing Jerusalem as the capital of Israel is a very, very bad thing, you know, Uh, go ahead and listen to that because I'm not going to spend 12 minutes talking about it here. I'm just saying this, that you should never be happy when Zionists and like super ultra religious right get something they like.
1: (laughs) You yeah, should they're,
0: never they're, be happy with
1: that they're aiming for armageddon for some and crazy they are clapping their
0: hands like a giddy school child that this might happen and
2: you know trump sat down with some religious person who's like you know it would do really great with your base
1: right because he does
2: jerusalem uh, the uh, capital that would do you like your base would love that and he's like would they oh my ego uh uh uh
1: She's
0: like, he got, whatever. That doesn't mean did he anything. understand
2: any of it. No, he didn't And he got
0: it. absolutely fuck all
1: out of this deal, too. He got nothing for nothing. it. He, nothing. nothing. The, he is the worst fucking deal maker in history.
2: Negoti- he's the worst negotiator.
0: <laughs> and so, yeah, you guys survived another week, but you know, with Hamas and Hezbollah and all these other people getting super fucking pissed off for good reason. Who knows what's going to happen next week? So hopefully we'll catch you for week four. It's going to
2: be insane. Everything's terrible, you guys. Everyone fuck as much as you can.
0: <laughs> Hold my beer. As long as they have, <laughs> as long as you have consent.
1: Well, that about does her. Wraps are all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band.
0: Parts anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. All right, well, that wraps it up for us. The next action-packed episode comes out in about 48 hours on Wednesday. For the second of our weekly shows that we do for you guys. So if you haven't already, subscribe so you don't miss out. However, before we finish this up here, I do have to give the love to all of the Patreon patrons who have stuck through their bullshit that they've done this week and are still continuing to give the show generously. Uh, fret not, everybody. We are monthly charging, so we're not gonna, you're not going to see the extra fees like you would normally see with the per-episode thing. So uh, consider giving to us there. But the patrons that I have to give the most love to are Alan Firth, Michael Stevens, Not a Russian Spy, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Jeff Linville, Mike Bowman, Darcy Bowman, Rosabel Howden, Jason Poloni, Jeff Peterson, Larry Wilson, Tony Prowse, Keith Davies, George Green, Satan's Little Monkey, Jeff Prilliman, The Problematic Podcast, Patrick Neary, Corey Johnson, Stephen Andrus, and Angelica Pearson. With all of your wonderful support for the show... Uh, We are going to be doing the convention circuit starting in 2018. We haven't figured out where and when, but it's going to be good times. If you don't have the means to share money with us, please consider getting in touch with us via email or text or anything like that. You heard earlier in the show how to do so, especially if you think we deserve a five-star review on whatever service you catch us on. Uh, We did get a handful of new reviews on iTunes, but didn't have any text to go with it. So, whomever you are, thank you so much. Thanks for the review. And with that, it's time to bring episode number 151 to a close. And remember everyone, you're welcome.
1: Anderson? Uh yeah,
0: Steven Anderson.
1: So oh, Mr. Satcloth and Ashes.
0: No, that's uh that's, no, it, no, that's uh fuck we did a we did a whole episode on him. What is his name? Um Kevin Swanson.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah, Kevin Swanson is like God's people. words, not mine.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I these guys that, are
0: all over the fucking place. I
1: think I think they're the same person. Yeah.